0: Welcome to Family Financial Views from the University of Illinois Extension.
1: Welcome everyone. My name is Maya walls bichard I'm so excited and I'm so pumped to be on with two of my favorite people, uh, my colleagues. I'm going to let them introduce themselves. We have a great podcast um, for you today. Stacia, you want to go ahead and start? Sure. Um, I'm Stacia
0: Grabenstetter. I'm super excited that We made it two years, everybody. It's been two years on our podcast, so we're going to be talking about a recap and also like where we're going to go. So I'm going to let Kathy introduce herself.
2: (laughs) Hi, this is Kathy Sweedler, also from Illinois Extension. And I really have to thank my colleagues, Kamaya and Sasha for dragging me into doing podcasts because I had, um, let's say, just not a whole lot of familiarity with podcasts. It's not my media of choice, but I really had a great time and I'm really psyched for our third year coming up. Yay, me too.
0: So I am... The lead on this podcast, so you're stuck with my voice for probably the majority of it. But hopefully you'll you'll understand and enjoy, and we'll have a really great time today. So one of the things we wanted to do was kind of like reintroduce ourselves. You know, I know it's been a while. Maybe you've been listening since the very beginning. If you have, thank you so much. If you haven't, it's okay. But we just want to like reintroduce ourselves, tell you a little bit about ourselves, kind of give you some silver linings from 2020 because you. You know this year gave us lots of lemons and we made lemonade with it sometimes with alcoholic beverages sometimes not <laughs> so i just want to kind of have us reintroduce ourselves to you guys and you know share some good news so come on do you want to
1: start i can go right ahead so as I said in the beginning, my name is Kamaya Walls-Bichard. I serve as a consumer economics educator for University of Illinois Extension. I've been with Extension now for almost three years. So I was absolutely Yay. thrilled when, you know, we were brainstorming ideas of different ways that we can connect with people, with our audiences, and podcasts was one of the ideas that came out and We just went with it, and I'm so thrilled uh, to be celebrating our second year. So this year, 2020, like all of you, I'm sure there's, like, we all have stories from this year. And um, when I think about just, like, the professional stories that um, have had, like, some really good, productive, and wonderful impact um, on me as a consumer economics educator working for University of Illinois, like, one of the programs that we did this summer... Thank you. The cat was a financial wellness checkup social media campaign it was like a month long campaign that we did Mm -hmm. and we worked with like our state marketing team to produce like these great graphics so we covered topics like credit management we looked at estate planning um, back to school preparation just several topics that we focused on that we were able to get out like these graphics for and the graphics were beautiful Um, and you can still find those graphics on our Facebook page that that's um University of Illinois Around the Table Facebook page um, that we have all the information on. But, yeah, that's one of the biggest highlight professionally for me, um, you know, over the last few months. And I'm looking forward to other things that we're going to be doing. Great. Kathy, can you reintroduce yourself?
2: Well, I've been working for Extension and Personal Finance for over 20 years. And I think Woo-hoo! that's one of the Yay! positive things about our team is that we have different levels of experience, different interests, um, different places in our family life stages and I hope that comes through in our podcast too. too. Um, so one of the things that I was just kind of thinking about is it's been seven years since I introduced Money Mentors a volunteer-based program to Illinois and I'm so thrilled it's expanded we're now serving at least 11 counties Yay! in our state and we took Money Mentors training online for the very first time this summer as um, part of the uh, pandemic situation but i think it was turned out to be a huge positive a silver lining and the mm-hmm. whole um thing was finding that actually that it worked really well to be doing online training and we we're planning to do it again in january so you know it's been a, a rough year in many ways but there've been some real positive things that have come out of it too and I think it's okay to feel positive about some of those things at the same time as we recognize the challenges and the sad parts of some other things that have, have happened so that and the fact that I get to continue working with my colleagues um, we were commenting on the fact we haven't seen each other in person since March which uh, because we've all been working from home and we're not traveling in between counties um, and that that Thank goodness for technology. Thank goodness for working with people who are flexible and who rise up to the next challenge with not even a blink of an eye. Um, It's been, that's been fantastic. That is a cool thing.
1: It's been a cool thing.
2: So
0: again, my name is Sasha Grabenstetter. You're wondering how to say Sasha. That's how you say it. There you go. Um, (laughs) And I've been with Extension almost seven and a half years now. Which is really hard for me to say, <laughs> but I know it's it's um it's been a great journey, and starting this podcast is probably one of my, like more prouder achievements. But for 2020, like I was just really impressed with how quickly we took um our Let's Talk Money series online in conjunction with our Money Mentors training. So our Money Mentors training was 12 weeks, and but we did um eight of those, eight or nine of those online for the public. And I just, and we, I swear we did it in like a month. We did all the marketing, we got all the pieces done and yes, that were weeks so that were really stressful trying to get those webinars ready and perfect for the public. But at the end of the day, like I'm really proud of our team for like being able to literally pivot and transition in such a quick amount of time and we reached an, a larger number of audience members than we probably have in the um, last couple of years. So I was really proud of our team for taking on that challenge because Lord knows it was hard. <laughs> so.
2: But another silver, lining. Yes, we, another silver lining. We had new people come on that we had never talked to before mm-hmm. people where we, since we're only three educators right now in Illinois, um, I think, you know, it, we've, haven't been able to cover the whole state as well as we were able to in the last few months. So
1: it was ju- just to clarify what Kathy said: three educators for our area, so consumer economics um, yes. throughout Illinois. Yes. Yes. yes, thank you for that clarification. Yeah, there's only three of us. <laughs> we cover we cover a whole state of 102 you do counties. So much, but if <laughs> you'd we like know. to
2: work with uh, us, yeah, we're hiring. We have a position open. Just text one of us or email us, and we'll send you the information. Yes.
0: Oh, that's a great shout out. I love it. so this year we're kind of looking back at that from starting from last november's podcast which was basically a recap but we're just going to start from december until now and we're just going to kind of talk about some of the things some of our favorites some of the things that we really like discussing like maybe some of the new research that we learned about that kind of like blew our minds i'll kind of get started with my questions Um, I did challenge Kathy and Kamaya this year to re-listen to a podcast that they may not have listened to lately. Uh, So I'm interested to hear from them about like which ones they listened to and what they thought about that one. Yeah, we'll just get it going. So my first question is, um, which of the podcasts that you took the lead on was your favorite this year that you took the lead on? You were the host. You were the outline writer. You are the person asking us the questions because you knew the information better than maybe we did.
1: What was your favorite? All right. I can go if that's okay. Yeah. So looking back at all that we did, and we've done a lot, it was a little challenging to try to pick like a favorite one because I was looking at some of the stuff that we did earlier in the year when we were looking at about like making a dent in your debt, um, some of, you know, looking at or New Year's goals and all of that. But I did end up choosing... Um, so the one that I chose was you know finances how you cope in and this was produced in may of 2020 and for this um, episode we talked a lot about managing financial stress mm-hmm. so recognizing what are some of the triggers that may have happened in real life acknowledging what was going on in the country what' was going on with employment rates what was going on um, in the different industries and how families and individuals were were looking for ways to manage their finances overall so looking at you know coping with like the stress that might be associated with that and in this discussion like you know the three of us we talked about you know like some of the disruption in like daily routines and you know feeling that you're Probably like in limbo in some in some ways and in other ways things are rapidly changing. So just different things with that and finding like some great resources that we were able to to um, recommend or suggest for people to look through. So we talked about like coping skills. Uh, we talked about just like different make make I can't even speak right now. So different <laughs> things that you can use as you're um, trying to manage the overall stress and things that are um Practical, So, you know, we we highlight the fact that, of course, we're not medical um, professional or mental health professionals, but we wanted to share like some of the strategies that research have talked about and how you might be able to cope with this or some of the different actual resources, community based local resources that you can use to address like different issues that you and your family might be facing. So, yeah, that was one of my favorite. Um, There was a lot that was compacted in there, but a big part of it was, you know, focus on like the positive that can come out of that too how do we hope how do we manage it was a great discussion it was a good one Kathy do you want to chime in on that one
2: Well, I think one of the things as you were talking about I was thinking, Kamaya, is like every time we went to do a podcast this past year, I think we were really trying to think about like, what are people going through right now? Especially Mm -hmm. once, I mean, maybe the first few months of the year, we weren't thinking about that as much as just afterwards. And I think every month, you know, I don't think at that point in time, I realized how long some of these things would be going on, mm-hmm. how much the resources we were talking about in May would still be important in November and December and most likely January, um, you know, and that this was, this is, become a long-term economic situation and that you know I mean I'll still remember the day you know they sent us home from work and I thought oh three weeks we'll be back in and everything will be normal well I don't know what la la land I was in but um (laughs) you know you know that just it isn't the way it's been and right now in Illinois we're looking at things being worse now than they have been so we're kind of trying to restart reset. Right. Yeah. And, and, and that stress that you mentioned, you know, has been had its ups and downs. It's not been all high the whole time, but it's certainly been a big factor in our lives. And I think the financial stress has been a a big factor for many people, maybe not everybody. We talked about that a little bit. The pandemic has been different for different people in different careers, different situations, but, um, if not for you, then you probably know somebody where, who has had a lot of financial stress around this time. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I'm glad we did that podcast. I'm glad that's out there as a resource and that it, you know, we, we can focus on it again this next year, but we've got a good space for it. I agree. Kathy,
1: what,
0: what podcast did you lead that you is your favorite? well I was kind of
2: torn between two but I'm going to talk about (laughs) one now and then hopefully I can hit the others And you know I actually went back to March which was Grow Your Kids Money Skills Mm -hmm. um, which was probably our um, which is a nice touchy feely warm fuzzy one Mm -hmm. um, to listen to and uh, when I was re-listening to these I needed a warm fuzzy to listen to and so that's the one I picked and I really loved it I love the examples that we were each able to give of how we talked with our children, or examples of how we use storybooks and those values to try to embed our values into our children. And um, I and you know, and I could picture every book we were talking about in my mind as we were talking through them. And anyway, it was definitely a warm fuzzy. So if you're looking for a warm fuzzy podcast, that's the (laughs) one I would suggest. Um, And I also have been. I was thinking about that and thinking about how I tried to do things with my children to help them grow their money skills. And my, my sons are now in their late twenties or late thirties. So I can't really call them children anymore. But one of the things that has happened during the pandemic is I feel like it's, we've been talking more about finances with our adult children. Mm-hmm. And I'm really thankful that we've talked about money since they were little. And so now, as young adults, they're still comfortable talking to us about it. And that means, you know, not that we're telling them what to do, but when they have a question or they're wondering, they've got somebody as a sounding board and we can maybe provide some information they don't have, don't know about, we can listen. And that that's an avenue of conversation that's open to us. Um, Even when, you know, as a parent, you may feel there are other conversations that your kids aren't open to you having with them. Um, This is one that we've been able to maintain and keep open. And and I'm just very thankful about that.
0: So my favorite that I took the lead on was... It was called The Next Financial Thing. And we did that in April because we didn't really know where the pandemic was going. Uh, Especially then. Because I think at that point when we recorded that podcast, it must have been like early April. So we may have been home three weeks. Like Kathy was like, oh, yeah, we'll be home Mm -hmm. three weeks. Well, you know, we didn't really know how long it was going to go on for. So um, in that podcast, we talked a lot about like, okay, you're home. So what do you do with yourself? (laughs) Um oh, that's right. Yeah. We were like, what do we do? Um and so we talked a lot about like, yes, there's all these things online. They're like, do this whole list. And I was like, oh heck no, I'm not doing that whole list. That's that's a lot of things. So um, we talked about the paradox of choice and how paralysis can, you know, stop us in our tracks when there are tracks when there are too many choices. Mm-hmm. And We talked about the jam study, so if you want to know more about the jam study, go back and listen to that episode. Just so you know, quick, you know, discussion that you know, less jars of jam, you'll pick a choice not with many more. Just so you know, um, and we talked about cleaning up your some ideas to do if you're like okay. Sasha, Kathy, and Kamaya, you're saying, like, maybe I should do something since I am home. Um, We gave you, like, some small ideas. Nothing crazy big. We talked about, like, um, cleaning up your file cabinet. We talked about maybe getting some documents done. You know, just keeping it simple and small. um, Or shredding things. We also talked about like looking at your budget for, you know, um, certain expenses. Like we talked about subscription boxes last year. That was fun. Um, But also looking at like, you know, our cost of utilities and stuff. So that one was probably my most fun because I also love behavioral economics. It's like my favorite thing in the world sometimes. (laughs) Um, And uh, I was really excited to leave that one. So that one was probably my favorite for our second year of podcasting.
2: I thought we did a great job this past year of kind of bringing behavioral economics into a lot of them mm-hmm. and looking at does this apply? Is it work with behavioral economics? And then in a couple of them, like in Instapay, the one we did on Instapay, what was that really called? Cafe hates <laughs> paying bills. Yeah, and, um, <laughs> uh, you know, me saying, yeah, I see it from the behavioral economics point of view, but I think there's another side of it to look at too. So mm-hmm. I like debating that topic a lot. I just love, I just love behavioral economics. I love it too. I think it helps a lot to look at things from a different perspective.
1: Yeah. And I'm here for the rides. (laughs) (laughs) Um,
0: So out of like the ones that maybe you didn't host or maybe the ones that you did listen to, like which one was just like quickly your favorite? Like we don't have to go into too, like too depth about it, but which one was like your favorite? Just like listen to... Because I know you both listen to every podcast, right? Right. <laughs> we, uh, we
2: do every podcast. We <laughs> listen to a lot of them. I guess when I went back, I don't know if it was a favorite or not. And but I went back and listened to the housing one when we did in June, mm-hmm. and um, again was sort of. And we talked a lot about you know people facing hard choices with their housing Mm -hmm. um, because of the economics of the situation and you know our homes are so much talking about coping and stress and things our homes homes matter to us that like piece of having that and having to make those changes and how that could be hard if people are having to double up or um, downsize or move or all those things but then we also looked at like You know for some people um there's options now you know like refinancing and i guess i just wanted to do a shout out that if in that what do we do next to do list you didn't explore refinancing and you own your home and you have a home mortgage rate that's up higher they now might be a good time to still consider refinancing um the rates have stayed pretty low And, um, hopefully some of the backlog is kind of working its way through because it's been a little bit slow to refinance, I feel like, but, um, yeah, so that might just be my little financial tip to throw out today is, uh, you know, explore whether refinancing your loan is a good idea for you or not. It can save you money. Um, if you're, if all those things fall in place, like you're going to be there for a while and you have a higher rate now and things.
1: Great tip. So I love the Grow Your Kids Money skill for a couple of different reasons. <laughs> um, you know, looking at like the kids book club and I love talking about youth financial education or financial literacy. So I love that one. But I'm going to take you up on this. Chesar. So I'm going to pick one and I'm going to pick um, our pair to pair podcast that we did. It was paper, oh, yeah. plastic and P2P. So with the peer-to-peer apps, um, um, so those payment options for repaying other people or paying other people through, like, different apps. And I like it because, you know, this was kind of... um Talk about like fintech, so financial technology. So this is like one of those financial technology topics. And I don't know if we cover a lot of them, but I have to go back and look again. But I know that, you know, covering like this one, like one of those financial technologies and um, just keeping up to date with what people are actually doing and how they're using those. And I know for now, even though people may not be going out as a group to restaurants to eat, people are still using like these financial apps to uh, make payments for whether it's like their house and other things that they're they're sending money for. So I like this discussion and it's one that I know like things will change and we'll add more things as we go along and find more resources for it. You know, I think that might be a great
2: one to add to our list for 2021 yes. because with things now, um, you know, there's been a, a real decrease in the amount of cash people are using and mm-hmm. people are using other ways to pay for things. Mm-hmm. And so even people who maybe aren't innovators and fast to jump on using some of these peer to peers or plastic or other ways, I have feeling that it's probably hitting more and more people and we might want to yes. address that. Mm-hmm.
0: I know that listening to that podcast, because I wasn't actually on it with you guys, I did edit it, and I learned a lot, actually, through editing it, so I felt like it was a really great um, piece to add to the collection of podcast tracks that we have, so. um, As for me, I feel like my favorite, and maybe this is just me being silly and having warm fuzzies about it, but I really enjoyed Gifting Ain't Easy. With Kathy, Uh, I was listening to it this uh, um, just recently, and we Kathy like puts me on the spot like in the middle of the podcast, and she asked me, "Stacia, have you ever re-gifted anything?" (laughs) About like I think as I like (laughs) as I'm listening to like re-listening to it, I probably had to like stop myself from laughing so hard. Um, But and then she asked me about my gift closet, and we had a discussion about that. But it was a really fun one, and you know, with the holidays coming up. It might be one to just re-examine because, you know, gifting isn't easy. And yes, it was more, it was December of 2019 when we did that one. But I mean, I think it's gifting for any time. And so we talked a lot about different research we had read. We talked about like, you know, the expectations from the gifty to the giver. And it was just a really good one to kind of go back and Listen to it with a warm fuzzy in my heart. So it was a good one.
1: Hi, regifted. <laughs> <laughs> I so I think this happened um, when my youngest was very, I think she, before she was one, and we got duplicates of a number of things. That's kind of a nice kind of regifting kind of thing. So we got yeah. duplicates of like play area things that um, I just gave to other parents. So yeah, I have I've done some regifting, Seisha. <laughs> I'm glad that you can you can admit that that was like really <laughs> it was really scary for me.
0: So You never oh, know no.
2: when you ask a colleague what's going to be an embarrassing question, right? Yeah,
0: <laughs> I, was, I was like, oh no, who listens to this podcast? That would be like, oh, Seisha it to me. <laughs> so um, that was kind of. One of those things that kind of freaked me out. Um, I have a, like a random other side question um, about like, what's your favorite part about hosting a
1: podcast? Cause we're all technically our hosts. And what I- your favorite thing about it is. So for me, we as educators, so like sometimes we wear a lot of different hats and we have lots of different types of programming that we do. Mm-hmm. So we might be working with youth. We might be working with older adults, um, just different types of ways in how we deliver financial education. And this was a way where we could um, kind of talk about like the topics that we love. And the topics that we care about, and I know that listeners clear, care about, because we write about some of these topics, right? But um, just the ability to come on and talk about it, um, have some laughs between us, share some personal <laughs> stories, um, get some feedback from people who are listening um, to see how we're doing, um, just like different things about it. So it's it's like a different way of um, engaging with others and engaging with ourselves too, because we learn about each other. We learn more about each other as a very small team of three um, through these podcasts too. And a lot of other ideas come out of them. We get lots of ideas on oh, we should talk. We should do more on this, so we could create a lesson. We could create mm-hmm. a program where we're talking more about this in a teaching kind of settings outside of the podcast. So great ideas come from here. And um, yeah, that's that's my take on it.
2: I think what I really like about hosting them is it kind of gives me permission to do a deep, deep dive into a topic. Mm-hmm. So I'm always like have my eye out for a news article or a research piece mm-hmm. that I'm like, well, that's curious. I didn't know about that. What is that? And and yes, this is my personality style. So I'm sure <laughs> it's each like, Oh my gosh, it's going green on me. But, um, and you know, And then, then I, you know, I have a lot of things on my mind that I need to get done, but you know, if you're hosting, you got to put the time into the research. Mm -hmm. So it gives me that permission to like, just take a totally tangent topic that I haven't had a chance to deep dive into and really go and search on it and think about it and then think about, okay, so that was really cool, but how do I make it practical? How do I make it interesting to other Mm -hmm. people? Um, And what does this research really mean for us? So I just really love that because I I have to be very careful because otherwise I'd go down rabbit holes all the time. I don't usually (laughs) let myself do that too much. Mm -hmm. But with the podcast I'm like encouraged to do it. So um, I really like that piece.
0: So quickly just for me, um, I think that my favorite part about hosting is actually taking the research and making it practical. Mostly because I'm on a research to practice task force with um, an association that we're involved in. And so we get a lot of like Do we have a lot of discussions about how do we take that research piece and make it, like what Kathy was saying, like make it more edible for our consumers or the people who are listening? Like you know, because sometimes when you read a research article, it doesn't necessarily make sense all the time. (laughs) So you have to like think about the practical aspect. And I think as extension educators, that's something that we do really well. So it's probably one of my favorite things is like taking that research, multiple research pieces, and even making them you know, kind of like flow together so that it makes it more
2: like a story.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So absolutely agree with both of your points. Yes. It's good. Good one. Um, so one thing I wanted to talk about is besides, you know, we've been in this pandemic for a long time. I just wonder what you guys think. Like, where do you think 2021 will take us in podcast land? Like, what are you looking forward to? What are some things that you want to do? What are some topics you want to do another deep dive in, Kathy, (laughs) and see where we want to go? Uh, And I just wanted to see, you know, where do you think 2021 will take us? Go ahead,
2: (laughs) Kamaya.
1: Now, when I think, like, this is a discussion that I have had um, in my household and not necessarily relating to finances, but you know, what what do we think will be going on in like the new year? And I think we're still going to, a lot of us seem to be like in that adjustment phase when it comes to like the podcast and, you know, the type of topics that we cover and we try to do timely and relevant topics that do matter to our listeners. And, um, we're cognizant of what's going on around us, what our community members are saying to us, whether it's like a qu- question through a casual, um, discussion on a Zoom call or it is something more formal where you get like an email asking you, um, for resources or advice that they, um, client that people can give to their clients. So different nonprofits can give to their clients. Sorry. Um, so whether, whether it's through that, I think a big piece for me as I think about like what, you know, the coming year is going to look like is us continuing to like adapt to like the changes and addressing like different topics that, you know, are important to talk about. And one of the topics or one of the areas that I know for sure that I would like to incorporate. And we all three of us have talked about this is looking at like just some of the different like social disparities when it comes to managing finances. And we do a really wonderful job, um, you know, over the last two years of incorporating like different aspects of, you know, the struggles or the challenges that families might face, um, you know, throughout the United States, throughout Illinois and to try to Use different topics that do pay attention to that, pay attention to like some of the struggles that we know that our communities face. So um, it might be a harder topic to, to talk about, but, you know, us. we always find a way to, you know, bring in like that light and we focus a lot on resiliency and so providing resource to um, help families make it through those tough times so having some tough discussions but also having like great information to help people overcome some of the barriers they face as they're trying to manage their finances but yeah that's kind of like what i'm thinking about for um 2020 and i'm absolutely excited because i you know um i'm very very excited about um, continuing on with the podcast and and finding new new topics new ideas kathy
2: So I think one of the things that has been so impressive to me in the last few months is how resilient people are, like Kamaya was saying, Mm -hmm. and how innovative people are. And I'm trying to think of good examples right now, but I think if we all took a moment and we kind of think back between what's happened, you know, in the last few months, we could think of examples where you're like, well, I never thought about doing it that way, but look how good that's working, whether Mm -hmm. it's from, you know, picking up food at restaurants or takeout or... Mm -hmm you know, being able to get groceries delivered or different ways to do so many things. And people have been really creative and really helpful trying to help each other out. And I think 2021, Mm -hmm. we're going to be in a state where we're not quite so much reactive, but really looking at moving forward into how we're going to manage in our new normal, whatever that exactly is going to be. And I think there's going to be a lot of innovation around Mm -hmm. finances So I'm excited to be able to, like, take a look at that innovation and think about what parts do we want to share with our listeners so they can maybe use those in their lives to help them out. Take a look at community resources that may continue to evolve and come forward to help people who are facing unemployment or underemployment and are needing those little extra boosts. I think those are the things that we do well. Um, And I think that's where I'd like to see our podcast keep kind of you know aiming towards is being out the people that are out there looking to see what's new, what's different, what can we tell people about that's going to help them with their own finances. Um, a lot of things are just shifting and it's scary, but but some of it's really great, some of it's really different, you know, even little things like. All these documents that we no longer have to go in and sign in person, and people can accept electronically. <laughs> like that's a big Yay. plus in my life. Yeah, you know, um, you know, I think, you know, we've been talking about doing more distance education and extension for decade and you know we're there like -hmm. there's no more talking about it this is what we're doing so Mm -hmm. I think you know being on the lookout for what those new innovative creative ways are and and trying to share those out with people is what I'm hoping we're going to do in 2021 so to answer my own question because that's
0: what hosts do on podcasts. Um, I think for 2021, I really want to tackle some topics that might be uncomfortable for listeners. Like I have a real deep passion for estate planning and estate planning topics. And while there have been moments of my life where I wanted to shy away from it, it still keeps to be like that, that thing on my shoulder that's like, Hey, people need to do this. Even if they don't. So that's kind of like where I to ahead for 2021 is to continue to talk about uncomfortable topics that people may have feuds about. And that's where I see my leading of pod- our podcast mm-hmm. going. Um, you know, I think obviously we'll have some other fun topics as well, you know, depending on what's going on in the world and you know we'll be definitely mindful of those events as they as they come and they hit us um you know hopefully a little less than they have been this year um but i'm i'm really looking forward to continuing on and continuing to send education out this way and you know to hear our listeners responses as well so it's a it's exciting time for us
2: that's a good point we're really open to ideas from listeners Mm -hmm. so if you have any ideas of what you'd like us to research and talk about let us know because that'd be great and we'd love to yeah, and we would love to hear from you guys. So,
0: you know, whether that's you hit us up on our social media channels, we all have a Twitter account. So uh I'm at pennies for pigs. Kathy's at more than more more than coupons, right? More, more than coupons. More yes. than coupons, yes. And then uh Kamiya is Save fearlessly. Uh, fearlessly. Yes. Yeah. Okay. I was like, I feel like there was a number in there for Kathy. Like, <laughs> Save for coupons. Save more for coupons. Sorry. More than coupons. More than one. coupons. No, I am pennies for the number four pigs. So so sorry. Um, another thing I'm looking forward to in 2021, and I'll probably maybe edit this out, but I'm looking forward to having a baby and talking about that. And all the things that mm-hmm. come with having a new baby. So yeah. surprise, listeners, I'm <laughs> having mm-hmm. a baby. <laughs> Due mm-hmm. May 2021. So Kathy and Kamaya will be on this solo for a few months. Before that, they'll probably make me do a bunch of podcasts before then. So <laughs> it'll be totally mm-hmm. fine. The work will be split evenly. So we're looking forward to that. Um, One other thing we wanted to do you know, as we're starting to wrap up is we really wanted to challenge our listeners to share our podcast with others. Um, Yes, you may love our podcast, but there might be a friend, family member, um, somebody who may be interested in a topic. And we've, you know, now we have almost 24 tracks, which is almost really crazy for me to say that, that we've literally been doing this two years. And there might be a topic that, you know, maybe need to be shared or that you really enjoyed. So, if you wouldn't mind just sharing it with, you know, your social media, whether that's Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, you can find us probably on any social media platform. Whatever whatever device you're listening to this on, whether it's a smartphone, a, a, an Apple phone, an Android, or you're listening to it on your computer, we'd really love for you to be able to share Family Financial feuds with a friend. All
2: right. 2020, wrapping it up mm-hmm. yeah. we've talked about everything from money with kids to housing to gifting making a dent in the debt some of these are perennial topics mm-hmm. <laughs> we just That's <laughs> yeah. again in 2021 but mm-hmm. some of them have definitely had a unique twist for our unique year yes, yes
0: we made lemonade out of lemons, ladies we did And it was a good year. So thank you all for indulging me in my very strange way of podcasting today. I appreciate it and your time. And I hope that you listeners have enjoyed listening to us kind of give like a quick recap of year number two. And we're looking forward to year number three. Thank you all so much for listening. Bye. Thanks for listening to Family Financial Feuds. If you'd like to learn more about the educators, Extension in Illinois, or just personal finance in general, you can check us out on the web at www.retirewell.illinois.edu.